Welcome to Noir, the podcast that celebrates the extraordinary people of North Omaha. Our goal is to inspire and uplift the Black community by sharing stories of individuals who have made a positive impact. Join us as we connect, support, and encourage one another through powerful conversations and uplifting messages. Okay. Hello and welcome to Noir the Podcast. Noir stands for North Omaha is Really Extraordinary. And the purpose of our podcast is to connect, support, and encourage Black people in and from North Omaha with stories of individuals who inspire us. Why? Because we need it. Do we need it? (laughs) Yes, we need it. So, all right, the goal of this episode is to sort of reflect on the first 10 episodes of this podcast. So this was your brainchild. Yes. And you are? I'm Dr. Nichelle Horton-Brown. And I am not Dr. (laughs) Jade R. Rogers. Close to. (laughs) ABD for life. So, okay. I guess in reflecting on this... Why did you think that this show was so important or this podcast and covering people in this community is so important? So like you, I'm born and raised here in Omaha, Nebraska, and I've watched our community change and evolve over time. And North Omaha consistently gets a short end of the stick and gets a bad rap. And I know being from North Omaha, Living here, having my family here and my church and going to school here, I know that North Omaha is extraordinary. There are all sorts of talent and creativity and strength and resilience. It's an amazing place because of the people in and from. So because we don't often have that reflected on the news, North Omaha gets gets a bad rap. You know, you hear about folks getting shot and people doing bad stuff, but there's so much good. And because I know it's here, because you know it's here, that's why we started this podcast. What does community mean to you? Community is family. Community is a lifeline. Community is... The people standing behind you, cheering you on, pushing you forward. Community is the shoulders that we stand on, lifting us up. All of that is North Omaha. I would agree with everything that you said. And something happened just yesterday that sort of reminded me of not just how much I love my community, but also what we've lost. Mm. So yesterday I was meeting with Denise Chapman over Mm -hmm. at the Union for Contemporary Art Mm -hmm. and I left to go get some food and I went to get and go fish. (laughs) (laughs) Fish is so good. (laughs) Gotta put your order in early on a Saturday (laughs) or a Friday. But I went there Mm -hmm. to grab some food And someone called me and told me some information that I needed to relay to you. 
And it was at a time where I was like, oh, wait, okay, she's at church. All right, so I'm just going to go around the corner and get you this information. Mm -hmm. And I saw your uncle coming out of the church. Mm -hmm. And I pulled up and I parked. And I said, okay, I'm just going to go in. And I don't go to your church, but I know where it is and I know what you do. And so I got out and you were coming right out the door. Right. And then I told you the information. And then I got in my car and somebody that I needed to talk to was walking down 24th Street. (laughs) (laughs) And so I was able to pull over again and have a conversation with that person and do and get some work done. Right. Like do some things and also find out how they're doing. Right. And if Imani, if if I had just if I had been a little earlier, I would have been able to go over talk to Imani over at Idol Fidel. Because that right. was my plan. It's like, oh, I need you this, do this, and then go over there. But I missed that window. But when I walked back into the union for to finish up with Denise, I was like, you know what? This is what we lost. Because how many people was I able to touch in just like 15 minutes? Right. Because of proximity. Right. And that's what I miss. Because I never had that as an adult in my community. Yeah. Because there was a highway that separated us. Right. So I think about that, Jay, because we are adults now, but think about our parents and our grandparents and the the vital community that they grew up in. And I still remember some of that, you know, growing up and being at my, my grandmother's house, but that was their world. That was yeah. their their life. And there's nothing like community. And North Omaha really is extraordinary. It really honestly is. And the people that we have talked to so far are just amazing people, you know, just their their talent and creativity. Somebody outside of North Omaha might not know that. And Omaha doesn't always take the time to come and see or mm. recognize, right? Mm. Mm. So that is the purpose of this podcast. Like the first five minutes of the of the news cycle right. is what happened in North Omaha. But we're not going to see Celeste Butler's fantastic artwork mm-hmm. or India Wardell leading the the hike through the the trails. Mm-hmm. You know, you you don't you don't hear about that stuff. So, like Paul Paul Allen, he said he said pretty much that thing same thing when he came on. He said you don't hear in the mainstream news all the stuff that's going on in North Omaha. So that's that's why he does his live stream to really magnify that and that's what we're doing here so how have the first 10 episodes impacted the mission of the show well then the mission is to connect support and inspire and i think it impacts in that way it connects us because some some of these some of our guests i didn't know you know i didn't know their stories i didn't know what they did and now we're connected, mm-hmm. right? And because we get the word out about what people are doing, then we as a community can go and support them. And they're just extraordinary people, so I'm inspired. So I think it hits the the goal of the show. What about you? I think that it's still on target. Leading a nonprofit, I think about mission drift doing things mm. that other people want that may not necessarily be what you intended and what your mission is. So I think the way that you say the mission every episode 
just relaying that this is the purpose mm -hmm. and this is the conversation we're about to have. So that's that's important and impactful, not just something that you say every time just to open, but what the mission really is. And we say it twice because it's in the intro and then I say it again. But I think it's worth repeating because we got to know what we're doing. So what's the response been? The response has been really great. I told you about my mom loving Paul's episode, and mm -hmm. I just get that from so many different people. It's funny, Wayne Brown and I, we, we generally listen, we at least start the episode together, and, but then we'll finish it separately. And each time it's like, oh my gosh, that was just, I mean, that was just fantastic. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> It's been good. And other people have told us how they have been uh, received. So mm -hmm. she uh, sent a message after her episode came out that her mom called her with happy tears in her voice. Yeah. Wasn't that sweet? That was sweet. And then Paul's dad called and said that he, he represented the family well. Mm -hmm. He posted that on social media. You know, so I think it is being received very well. I hope that people are sharing so that the word gets out and people know. So, you know, I don't always listen right away. I know. Because I just, you know, my voice, I just. It's fine. Your voice is anyway, fine. Anyway, anyway. So when, I, but I do listen. Weeks later. But always it surprises me when someone, especially someone I'm not really expecting be like, oh my God, I listened to the, the podcast. I'm like, what? <laughs> you said what? Yeah. 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 That that still yeah. throws me because it's it's out there. It is. Wayne told me that he was in a meeting with some lady and someone she knows in New Jersey called her here in Omaha and said, Are you listening to this? You've got to listen to this podcast. She's in New Jersey telling this lady in Omaha that she needs to listen to it. Yeah. And we've got Folks in, and I'm assuming they're military, but um, there's someone in the Ukraine and there's someone in the Netherlands who are listening to the podcast, which is cool. That's amazing. Yeah. And maybe they're connected to Omaha. Yeah, I've, I've gotten a lot of, um, that was a really great episode. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> That's when I really had to start going back <laughs> and listening. So you know what you said. Okay. So what do you hope for from this? I hope to get that sense of community that my grandparents had. Mm -hmm. That's what I want. I want us to support each other. I would love to see North Omaha be fully sustainable. I would like to see there be a grocery store and a doctor's office and mm -hmm. a lawyer on the corner and a movie theater and a this and a that and a this and a that and all of us there. You know, there's a, I would love that generation of people coming up behind us that have more energy and hopefully we have imparted enough in them mm -hmm. that they make those steps. Your children's generation is probably going to be the one best equipped to actually execute it. We just got to get them the right resources. Right. That's all they need. 
because they have everything else that they need. They just need the support. Right. That's really all the community needs is support. support. We have to support each other. We have to support each other. I was watching a documentary on Netflix about female rappers. Mm -hmm. It's a like four part series on women in rap. Mm -hmm. And the last episode, I think it was like Raw Digga and Yo-Yo and all, you know, they were just all saying that black women tend to support each other better Mm. in that industry. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Each one of them look to look at all of the collaborations that women in rap and hip hop and R&B have made with each other. And that made me really think that, yes, I think that it's, it's absolutely possible. We just have to be intentional about it. Right. If community is what you want to see strong, we just need the intention to make that happen. So if Black women can come together in the world of rap <laughs> and collaborate and, and talk about seeing each other win and lift each other up, our community as a collective mm-hmm. across this country has the ability to do the same thing. Now, if we just take that down to Omaha, we can do it. It doesn't have to be some big thing high up in the air that you need a lot of money to do. Yeah. So have to support each other, like for real. For real. And I think we're heading in that direction, honestly. I feel like the city at large is marking some resources for North Omaha. And I hope that all the stuff happens, you know, We're good at planning, (laughs) you know, we are good at planning and we're good at executing if the barriers aren't put up in front of us. That part. That's the thing. I always say, and I believe it is true, Black folks can make something out of nothing. We we know how to take nothing and turn it into something, Mm -hmm. right? We've done that forever. It's only when that barrier comes in mm-hmm. that that something or someone that is blocking us right am i am i saying too much no i'm saying i'm laughing because so i'm a nerd yes. um i play the sims yes and last year i completed a <laughs> it took me a year to do it but a decade challenge in the sims i don't know what that is okay so you start off with Two people, mm-hmm. a couple, and the goal is to have 10 generations of that family. Mm. And for my decade challenge, there's a, a subgroup of folks in the world of the Sims that took the decade challenge and said, okay, let's just make it specific for African American. So it was specific for Black folks. Mm-hmm. And there were a few people that had created like outlines of, okay, so what year are you going to start? <laughs> What year are you starting your challenge? And so I started my challenge in, I think it was 1880. And the first two people, their last name is Freeman. It's a name that they chose. Okay. And they moved into a community called Audacity. Oh, no, Audacious. 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 Okay. So that was the whole name of the town. Did you make a website over this, Jade? I I feel like. I did. Okay. I did. (laughs) Because I had to 
catalog. I had to, you know, follow and chronicle mm-hmm. this journey. I don't know why I decided to do this, but it was fun. So I started them in, in whatever year, but they were the first born into freedom mm-hmm. or they were young enslaved. Okay. But they were the first that had the ability to go to college. Okay. And I think sh- he went to Tuskegee. She went to Fisk. Okay. Like, this is a whole story that I wrote for yeah. these two people. Uh-huh. And then they started to have children. Okay. There was no birth control. So they had 10 kids. <laughs> okay. and Which is how it happened back Right, then. right. They had 10 kids. And you start off with very little money. And they had a large garden. They saved everything. They had no electricity. Uh-huh. They had to wash all the clothes by hand. And I'm doing all of this in The Sims and then taking pictures of, you know, the kids as they grow. But in my story, they lived in Audacious and they had access to education for all of their children. Mm -hmm. So all of their children went to school. They all went to college in Audacious. Audacious. Um, A a black college was was started. I think it was Douglas College. Okay. Douglas College. There was the the Carver Library, like okay. all as time goes, and uh-huh. all of these things that the kids have access to. But it was really interesting because women couldn't have certain jobs, but these were black women, so they had to work. Mm-hmm. And I chronicle all of this, but what was really fascinating to me was once I got to the ninth and the tenth generation, mm-hmm. there was so much money from the house mm-hmm. and from the family that they had saved and passed on to the next generation mm-hmm. that and then access to the education that that ninth and tenth generation they could just do whatever they wanted to do wow and there were no barriers and they had nothing holding them back from doing whatever they wanted to do so the game really got different with them mm-hmm. because i did they didn't have to go to school they didn't have to go to college hmm. if they wanted to they could but they didn't have to mm-hmm. and because they had money <laughs> so you got to this story about Audacious and the Freeman family because we were talking about what we can do in our community right. without barriers. Without the barriers. Yeah. That was the social experiment that I conducted yeah. with my Sims and it was just fascinating. They could live wherever they wanted to live. They could do whatever they wanted to do because there was no barrier for them. So I need to like become a Sim then <laughs> Live in audacious, or I don't have to. I can live wherever. We have to make sure that the barriers are removed for the next generation. In a sense, this is my little way of taking down some walls. Because if people listen and and hear the stories of our guests and and all the amazing, extraordinary things they are doing, maybe the fear is gone. It's the reason why Afrofuturism is so important to me Mm -hmm. because in Afrofuturism, you are looking forward, but you have to look back. So of course the historian in me understands you have to look back to move forward. And I'm also a firm believer in, and I always tell kids this, the world is a mess and we have told you that you have to fix it. (laughs) That's the truth. But we didn't tell you how it got messy. True. So, we want you to do all these great and wonderful things. And that's really what happened with us. Yeah. They told us we had to fix it. And we're like, okay, we're going to fix it. But they didn't tell us all the mess 
Uh-uh. At the root until we get into the middle of it. Right. And by then, we're jaded, we're tired. Right. We have to explain how it got there for them to actually fix it. Which, again, is why I think this is important, because our guests, some of them are, are brand new to the area and they come with the fresh view. Some have been born and raised here and they're older and they remember what it was like. Perspective is everything. But it takes the people that have been here that know the history and understand how it got there to work with the people that have come in with the fresh perspective. So what's next? We've got a lot of people to talk to. Yes. That's what's next. We keep we keep going. Do you want to say any of the names of the people that are confirmed or just keep it a surprise? It's a surprise. Okay. It's a surprise. They're extraordinary, though. And there's people I want to talk to. We always ask, who should we talk to? Mm -hmm. And I don't think we've gotten to any of those people yet. There's a lot of names that have been thrown out. A lot. And there's even more people beyond that. Yes. So we keep going. Because you do ask the question, why? Because we need it. (laughs) Okay, so we'll just keep going. We'll keep going. But then maybe the mission will change. Maybe. Maybe it'll morph into something else once everybody's all connected. If you are listening and you have an idea or someone that you really think we need to talk to and hear from, reach out. We have a website. I mean, yeah, we do have a website. And we have an email. What's our email, Jade? It'll be in the links. Uh, is it noir the podcast at gmail.com i think so try that (laughs) Uh, and we're on instagram at noir the podcast and if you have any questions for an upcoming q a segment ask those questions because it's about community okay Thank you for tuning in to Noir, the podcast, where we celebrate the extraordinary people of North Omaha. We hope you've been inspired by today's episode and encourage you to share your own stories with us. You can reach us at Noir, that's N-O-I-R-E, the podcast at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram. Until next time, stay extraordinary.